Oh yeah. Oh, you did it. You clicked on the Osway Bar Podcast. A podcast dedicated to growth. We know we're not supposed to be stuck. We're designed to grow and be all that God has called us to be. We post every Monday and Wednesdays. Mondays is a segment I call Monday Message. This is where your home messages for me. Wednesday segment, that's one of my favorites. This is a segment called Wednesday's Word from the Wise. This is where I get to sit down with amazing guests and draw from their wisdom, experiences, and anointing, all for the purpose of growing. So if you're ready, I said if you're ready, growth fanatics, let's do it! All right, and welcome back to the podcast. So glad you guys always tune in. Um, This is our Wednesday's Word from the Wise, and I had the honor of sitting down with Pastor Rick McFarlane. He is the pastor of River Rock Church, a graduate from Karis Bible College, and one of our main instructors here at Karis. I have sat under his teacher's academy, and he's a phenomenal teacher of the Word of God. I believe if you really want to grow in your teaching ability, uh, this episode will be a blessing to you. Um... This episode ended early due to some technical difficulties, but I did not want to scrap the episode. Uh, So I do have the content here, and we'll give it to you. So thank you guys. Tune in. All right, we are here today. We're back. So thankful to have Pastor Rick here with us. Um, For those who are listening in, just kind of what we said in the intro, uh, Rick is the pastor of River Rock Church, and honestly, uh, just a really good example just to listen to in being faithful. Um, I love your story, Pastor Rick, of how you served under Bob Yandian to coming over here to Andrew Womack Ministries, and you put in a lot of time in serving in their ministries, and just now look at a place where you're at, because you've been, um, I don't know, you can probably tell us a little more history. You served, how long at Bobby Indian? I was uh, 20 years under Bobby Indian, and then I've been serving for uh, a little over 10 years with Andrew Womack. Wow, that is phenomenal. And now you're at a place where you are going to go and step into full-time ministry. And so uh, Rick is just a living testimony, guys, of that. When you're faithful with another man's, then God will give you your own. And so everything that he's going to share and answer for us today, uh, I just want you guys to place close close attention to because he's going to hit on some really good things that you can truly learn from and just really uh, he walks it out and not just uh, speaks it. So anyways, for those who know Pastor Rick, everyone knows that you are one of the awesome expository teachers so like um and not just to toot your horn but i know there was a group of us when we were in ministry school kind of first time hearing you uh we were all like expository okay and a lot of times i don't know expository can be dull it can just kind of zone people out uh but we were all like impressed it's like man this is really engaging really captivating and man we're really pulling a lot from this and so i guess what inspired you to grow as an expository teacher sure i think first of all we need to probably say what is expository teaching some people may not understand what that is that is verse by verse line by line book by book teaching and so I actually came under Bob Yandian, and Bob Yandian was uh, both a topical teacher but also an expository teacher. So Sunday mornings he would teach topically, but in uh, Wednesday nights, Sunday nights, he would teach verse by verse through books of the Bible. So for 20 years, I was exposed to expository teaching, just saw the value of it. And then we would go on vacation to Joanne's side of the family, and they went to a Calvary Chapel. 
Okay. And Calvary Chapel churches teach through the entire Bible uh-huh. systematically all the way through. It takes seven years to get through the entire Bible. That's cool. And so I saw that they had a 10,000 member church. <laughs> and so I saw that it could be effective. Yeah. And so boring teaching is not uh, what part of the scriptures you're teaching out of. Mm. It's um, how you're presenting it. And yeah. so you can present the word topically and bore somebody, but you can right. present it expository boring, but you can also do it uh, in a way that engages them. So I've just seen the benefits of expository teaching over yeah. the years. Do you see any, uh, so again, you said under Bobby Andy, and so obviously he heard topical and uh, expository. Is there like something that, all right, this is better or why, or is there certain pitfalls that kind of come fall into topical? Well, it's kind of interesting. When I was studying church history, mm-hmm. I discovered that topical teaching was unknown in the early church. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the in the synagogue and also in the early church, topical teaching was not practiced. Uh, that's because topical teaching is basically you're going to teach on a topic, and so you're going to pull a verse from over here and a verse over here and a verse over here to yeah. basically teach what you're wanting to teach. And so they didn't do that in the early church because uh, the books were in scrolls. Mm-hmm. And they weren't broken out in chapter and verse. Right. That came uh, centuries later. Mm. And so for you to say, well, look at this verse, you'd have to say, pull that scroll out and try to find it. <laughs> pull that scroll out and try to find that. Right. And so just from my study of the early church, what they would do is they would uh, read in context uh, a section of Scripture and propound and expound out of it. I see. Now, they may refer to the Old Testament or here or there. But uh, so I just saw the value of expository teaching is uh, expository teaching is teaching the Bible. Yeah. It's letting the Bible unveil itself. Right. What is it saying in context? Uh, topical teaching is using the Bible to teach. Hmm. And so uh, I am not against topical teaching as long as you the verse you take over here and the verse here, you don't rip it out of context. I see. And yeah. so often uh, verses are taken and rested or, or taken out of context to make it apply to what you're wanting to say. And so that's where I think sometimes we do a disservice to the body of Christ. So again, topical teaching is not wrong. Just make sure that when you're... Hey, giddy up. No worries. That's my boss. <laughs> that's awesome. Sorry about that. No, no big deal. So uh, yeah, so just make sure that you're not uh, taking the scriptures out of context. That's the okay. big thing. No, that's good. Um, again, too, just in that, how do you prepare then uh, as you're writing out your sermons and getting things ready, uh, especially as you're going through expository? Yeah, so the way I study is expository. Okay. And so I believe for a minister, the best way to study is verse by verse, mm-hmm. book by book. Uh, it forces you to study it in context, and context is key. Interpretation uh, is really based on context. Mm-hmm. So context is key to Bible interpretation. Yeah. And oftentimes when you're taking verses out of the setting, you lose the true meaning of where the setting it was. And so if you'll study all the way through a chapter, you're like, oh, I've, I've seen that verse for years, but now that I've seen the chapter before I've studied and this verses, now I see how it fits. I see. And so... Uh, so I study verse by verse, line by line, and what that does is it doesn't um, it doesn't leave you to pet subjects. Sometimes there are subjects that we are we like more than others. Mm-hmm. For instance, maybe grace or healing or prosperity. And so, as a pastor, if you just teach topically, you might have seventeen series on healing. Mm-hmm or a, a lot on prosperity, but not on the other subjects. And so we need all the vitamins of the Word of God from A to Z. Yeah. 
And so uh, when you teach, when you study line by line and teach that way, you're getting all of the vitamins. There's not verses you get to just jump over and subjects you get to jump over. Mm-hmm. And so uh, this, for instance, faith, and I do this when I teach at Karis, and I'll, I'll challenge, I said, if I called you up here to teach on faith, what verses would you use? Mm-hmm. And immediately they would shout out five or six <laughs> famous verses on faith, and then it's quiet. Mm-hmm. And so I say, well, if you, if you taught or studied line by line, verse by verse, you can teach faith out of every book in the Bible. Mm. And so it grounds the, the, the teacher in all of the Word of God. Yeah. And I think a good example of how uh, ministers uh, uh, benefit by studying line by line is Andrew Womack. Mm. Andrew yeah. Womack's a topical teacher. He teaches topics, but he studies expositionally. Mm. And the only way I can know that is by looking at his living commentary. Yeah. You look at his learning commentary, he has every verse of the Bible broken down and he's studied Hebrew and Greek definitions, cross-references, uh, commentaries. And so he studied line by line, verse by verse. And so Andrew can pull out so much. And so Paul said in Romans 1, it says, as much as is in me is, I'm ready to preach the gospel. Mm. Well, there's not a whole lot in some Christians. And so the Holy Spirit can only play them like a one-note piano, twinkle, yeah. twinkle, little star. But <laughs> if, you'll, if you'll put the entirety of the Word of God in your heart, He can play you like a concert piano. Wow. And so when you have all of the Word of God in you, then the Holy Spirit can pull it out of you. And so it's just a benefit for a teacher to be able to be grounded in all of the Word of God. And so expository teaching, or especially studying that way. But again, if you teach topically, that's great. But you'll be grounded in, uh, you studied out in context, and you know the context you're bringing in. So if you say, I'm taking this verse out here, and in context it means this, but I'm going to apply it. Mm. Over here, that's fine to apply a scripture. There's many applications of scriptures, but one interpretation. Mm-hmm. And the key to interpretation is the context that you find it in. Yeah. And so anyway, so I just found the benefit in my own life of having expository teaching. That's the way the Lord put it on my heart is to bring expository teaching. And that's how I really teach also how to study the Bible at Karis Bible College. And my, my hope is that there will be a group of people that see the benefit of that and the expository teaching will come back into the church. Wow, that's awesome. Um, was it ever a challenge for you? Or there, is there like a certain, I guess, book that you've gone through that's like, oh gosh, this is challenging, but like obviously you push through it? Well, um, I think all of all of the, the books can be challenging because there's scriptures that are challenging to us. Yeah. There's certain verses that, it's not the scriptures that I don't understand that bother me, it's the ones I do understand. But I got to put into practice. Like, uh, forgive those that abuse you and, <laughs> and bless those that curse you and stuff like that. So there's always challenging scriptures. And so, you know, as a pastor, there's some, when I teach verse by verse, there's subjects that I teach that I wish I could just jump over mm. and not have to cover, like adultery. <laughs> and so I, I'll teach, if it comes down, I'm going to teach on adultery. And it's like, that's not one of the top 100 messages I would pick to, to build my church. <laughs> but that's, but it's a message the saints mm. need. Yeah. And so a lot of times, if we're just teaching topically, we're not going to choose to touch those, those touchy subjects. Yeah. But when I teach verse by verse, I don't get the benefit of just jumping over things I don't like. Mm. And so really, it's more the issues of, of touchy subjects. You're like, boy, that's touchy, but you know, I'm going to cover it yeah. because we need all of the counsel of the Word of God. Amen. And um, with that too, like for someone who may be like a young minister right now and they're going through, like what would you encourage them to do to study this way or um, 
in other words, like uh, if some of those touchy subjects are coming up or different things like that, and it's all easy to kind of shy away, like uh, what would you encourage that person right now uh, to, hey, actually press through and just study through it, study it out or actually minister on that if that's what's called to? Yeah, ultimately, it's not your ministry. It's the Lord's ministry. That's good. And so Paul said, I kept back nothing. I shunned. I didn't shun to declare all the counsel of the Word of God. Yeah. And so the counsel of God is the Word of God. And so he shared all of it. And so we should be sharing all of it. And so that's why I see the benefit of verse-by-verse teaching is you teach all of it, yeah, not just some of it. And so I would just encourage uh, to get in. I use eSword uh, Bible program to where you can actually look up the individual words. So what I do in, in a... And breaking down a verse, I'll look up the major nouns and verbs in the original language and what's in that definition above what I could just read in the English. Mm. And then I ask the Holy Spirit, what's there in that in that meet that definition that gives me more information, more revelation. So I'll log that down, call Holy Spirit Thoughts. I'll log those down. After I do those, then I will actually run cross references. And so what are sister verses to the verse I'm in that pulls more revelation? So scripture interprets scripture. And so I'll bring that in. And so that's more where you can actually see other what other scriptures say on that topic. So, yeah, you can study topically in your expository teaching by doing cross-references. And then finally, I'll look up commentaries. Uh, but I give the Holy Spirit the first swing at it I before I go to what other people say. So oftentimes, pastors just go immediately to the commentaries. What does Andrew mm-hmm. say? What does Bob? But I want to be a fresh voice crying out in the wilderness. I don't want to be a stale echo of mm-hmm. someone else's revelation. So, wow. so I'm drawing a, a good balance on either side. Some people say, "Well, I'll never use commentaries," and some people that's the only thing they do is commentaries. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll, I'll I'll invite the Holy Spirit to give me revelation first, and then I'll go to the commentaries. And oftentimes, there's things that the Holy Spirit will quicken off someone else says, or even what past, my pastor said 20 years ago, some came back in a verse that would fit into my study. And so I study every single day almost. And right now I'm in the book of Acts. I'm in Acts 22, breaking scripture down. And so uh, sometime down the road, I'll probably teach Acts. And so I'll go back and I'll pull out that section and then uh, meditate on that for the week. And then God will add some other stuff into it, put it into an outline. And so right now I'm in Second Corinthians at the church. And I studied that out uh, numbers of months ago. And so wherever I'm at this week, I've actually been meditating on the nut, the notes and the things the Holy Spirit showed me there when I studied it out. And then I'm making an outline out of that. And then and trusting the Holy Spirit, to, and he always adds new stuff in. Okay. To say. And so I'm meditating on that through the week and preparing that. And by the time I deliver it, on uh, Sunday, it's a fresh meal. Oh, that's awesome. Now, uh, you said something earlier that was uh, spot on, and I don't want uh, the listeners to miss this. Uh, you talked about the fact of it's not the difference between topical teaching and expository teaching that makes it engaging, right? There's something else that goes beyond that. I had the honor of sitting through Teachers Academy with you and just uh, many other awesome teachers at Karis, and you man, gave us a lot of good nuggets, a lot of good things to look at, uh, different videos to watch, books to read. And just for those listening, I'll put some of those in the show notes below so you guys can actually kind of see what we, the books that we had to read. Um, but like in that, just so uh, for a quick response in that, what are some nuggets that can help people's teaching be a little more engaging? Yeah, I think what, what young teachers do and the mistake they make is they just bury their people with content. Mm. And so it's just all information, yeah. doctrine, right? So uh, the best communicators on the planet have about a 50% ratio between content and application and illustration. Mm. And so what is the, how does that doctrine look in practical life? 
That's no. some illustrations. Jesus was a master illustrator. Mm-hmm. So, matter of fact, more than 50%, Sermon on the Mount, almost 70% was application and illustrations of the principles. No. How's that look? A farmer, you know, is, is the kingdom of God is like a seed, like a farmer or uh, a fisherman casting out a net. And so, Jesus was a master illustrator. And so, if you look at Andrew Womack, he's just tremendous with illustrations and stories from his life of how that principle worked out in his life. And so, I think you have to have to sprinkle in a good amount of illustration and ap- practical application uh, and, and have a good balance of that. And so a- application is not a, a part of your message. It should be the goal of your message. Mm. And so the Word of God needs to go from your head to your heart to your feet. Yeah. And if you're not acting on the Word, you're deceiving yourself. Mm. And as a teacher, we don't want to aid in people's deception where they're just hearing the Word but not doing the Word. And so how a teacher ought to do it, we should show them how to put it into practice and then give them a challenge to act on it. Yeah. And so if a minister will do that, then, uh, then that's the goal of it, so that they can actually see how simple it is to apply it. And so if the Word of God can't be used in your daily life, then what's the, what's the use of it if, if it's just doctrine or theology in your head? So I try to make it as simple as possible. I put the cookies on the bottom shelf, put shoe leather to the theology and so that they can pr- practically apply it. That's awesome. And there you guys hear it right there. This is actually where a change in my podcast came from, Pastor Rick, was that lesson right there where you talked about getting back to application. At the end of every podcast, we give a three-minute challenge because we always encourage folks that, man, hey, it's not going to do you any good just to hear it, but what is the three-minute challenge you can do right away? And a lot of that birth from just even that context of what you just shared right now, too. So thank you. Mm-hmm. And that's really good. Um, okay, so I had some folks that uh, have been listening to the podcast, and I made a announcement that I'm going to be uh, sitting with you and having this interview. So I had some awesome people send in some questions. And so I want to shout out first Josh Villanueva, uh, youth pastor here at uh, Freedom Church. But he asked, what is the difference between teaching from your own wisdom and teaching from God's spirit? Well, I think, uh, again, that's content. If you're just teaching a bunch of content um, and that's all you're doing, I think the God's spirit is what does the people need at the moment? And so it's being sensitive to minister the Word of God that's a now word. And so I always want to minister something that's quickened, something that's alive to me. And so um, uh, I never want to get up and just minister doctrine out of my head. Hmm. And so it's something uh, that I want to make sure the message is something the Holy Spirit's breathing on. And so the anointing needs to be in three areas for the fullness of the Word of God. You need the anointed speaker. Mm-hmm. And that means uh, not that you get anointed. Uh-huh. No, you're anointed or not, and it comes with the calling. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're called for, you're anointed for. Yeah. And so if you're called to be a teacher, there's an anointing you can yield into. Now, you could yield to it more or not, mm-hmm. but, but you, that anointing comes with the call of the teacher. Then the anointed hearer. Mm-hmm. And so I spend my time praying that the, the Holy Spirit will anoint the eyes, ears, and heart of the people listening and open them. It says Jesus opened up their understanding, they may understand the scriptures. So that's by the Holy Spirit. Wow. So that's the anointed here, but it's also the anointed message. It's the now message. It's the quickened message that the people need. And so I remember a minister, John Bevere. Uh, he said uh, he was traveling around and just had a, a powerful message that everyone loved and the offerings were great. People was, were, was excited by his message. And I called it a whiz-banger message. And so he's preaching along everywhere it went. But when it got to a certain city, the Holy Spirit says, I don't want you to preach that message. I want you to preach this message over here. And he goes, oh, Lord, I want to preach my whiz-banger. And, and he says, no, this is the message that they need. And so he got up and, and guess what? He preached the whiz-banger. Hmm. 
And so there was some fruit of it, yeah. right? The word is alive and active, and so it will bear some fruit. But when he walked walked away and got on the plane and was flying over the city, he had the sickest pit feeling in the pit of his stomach. And the Holy Spirit said, this is my ministry, and uh, from now on you're to preach what I tell you to preach and what mm. the people need. And, and actually you kept from them the very thing they needed because you chose to preach something different. All right, thank you guys for tuning in for Pastor Rick's teaching on how to teach. Um, I know there's a lot of insight we can gain from there. Again, do apologize for the technical difficulties and the episode ending earlier, but we hope to maybe in the future have another recording and maybe get some more info. So thank you guys for tuning in. Peace.